How's it going, everybody? This is uh, episode 16 of the, the uh, Alex Bromwich Presents podcast. Sorry, I keep playing around with the chair. It's fun, but uh, maybe it's harder to track where I'm going. Uh, we had another great day at uh, the Golf Foods exhibition yesterday. There was a lot of customers visiting, some really good conversations, and uh, it was really interesting to engage with them and see that all the customers very active on the stand and looking at all the things. I'm also I'm opposite the uh, the Tetra Recart station and there was a lot of um, interest in what was going on there and that was uh, very exciting to see and we're expecting a another great day here for the last day and then I'm flying out tonight to uh, return to Texas and then I'll be uh, home for the weekend which is also going to be uh, well which I'm looking forward to getting home and seeing my girls so that's going to be great. Today I wanted to talk about some aspects of problem solving. I touched on the quality part yesterday and I also want to start talking more about problem solving as well. Those of you who know me know that I've worked a lot with quality and I've also worked a lot with problem solving. In fact, for Tetra Pak I did, um, I was responsible for problem solving as a methodology for uh, a couple of years and I did a lot of training internally in Tetra Pak and with some customers about that sort of thing. And I wanted to start from the very beginning of what I think is problem solving and, uh, and, and tell a little bit of story about it. I was given a problem in my first year in Tetra Pak, my, uh, my director, Adam Smith, gave me a problem that he wanted me to solve. And that problem was around trying to figure out some things with our supplier base. I was working in the supplier quality team at the time. And uh, I really wanted to solve this problem, really wanted to crack it and really wanted to get us moving on with it. And it was about how we actually track certain metrics across our suppliers. And I. Um, I was working day and night and putting a lot of hours in, thinking about how to do this, trying to work it out, trying to crack it, and I was honestly not making a lot of progress. And uh, Adam, in his uh, infinite wisdom, lost a bit of patience and told me to get on with it and, and get a move on. And I was, I was feeling a bit lost with this problem, actually. I thought it was a really easy problem to solve, but for some reason I couldn't really get my head round what was going on and figure out exactly how to get a clear path forward and uh, how to execute and solve the problem. So I had a chat with one of my uh, more senior colleagues who had, uh, who had come to the team, a gentleman called Matt Emanuelson, who uh, I have a, a huge amount of respect for because of his... Uh, I always see him as very wise, very steady, very... Um, very thoughtful individual and uh, I appreciate that sort of personality a lot and uh, he said to me uh, Alex you have to remember a problem is always easier to solve when you involve more people and I was like okay that's kind of obvious and he's like how many people are you involving in helping you solve this problem and obviously I wasn't I wasn't really involving anyone I wasn't going to people for help I wasn't trying to involve anyone because I was really trying to crack this myself to prove that I could be, you know, I could do all of this myself and I could be really, you know, really clever and intelligent. And uh, he was like, he didn't say all that, but it made me reflect almost instantly that I've been you know, really stubborn and really stupid in that I hadn't been able to see that I couldn't possibly do this by myself. I mean, probably I could have done, but not effectively. And, uh, just that simple statement opened my eyes to the way that I needed to be more cognizant of when there's a problem, particularly in an organizational context, you have to involve other people, you have to work other people into the team, otherwise you're never going to effectively solve that problem and you're never going to come up with a good solution to that problem. So that was just a, a little snippet 
that I had from the the, the, the story, and uh, I think it's a really good piece of advice. And that's also why, in quite a lot of problem solving methodologies that you can look at out there, and you know any of them are pretty much good, and we'll go into those in another episode in more detail at some point. They quite often start with forming the team or defining the project and saying who's going to be in the team. This is a well-known need in problem solving, but at that time in my career, I was very naive and uh, still quite junior. I mean, I was 28 years old and uh, I just hadn't got sufficient experience and knowledge and understanding that that was what I needed to do. I just thought that I could do this all by, by myself. So that was a really important lesson for me to learn, and one that I still hold with me today, that you need to involve more people and you need to get people involved, and that will make you a more effective problem solver. I hope uh, this was interesting and value to you guys. Please share this on uh, social media or wherever you consume this. Please like us. Please give us a like, give us a comment, let us know what you think. Let us know what topics you want to talk to about, and I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers.